Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Rated WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzlini, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here. We've been off for two days, I guess you, yeah, well, last time we had a show was on Tuesday. Uh... Because the political forum yesterday, but uh, then tonight, whoa, why did it do that to me? Never mind. Here we go. All right. I got it all fixed up. I clicked on the WVSSAC for the rankings that we're going to break down here momentarily. I clicked the schedule on accident. So it looked really different, Colin. Right. We can talk about the schedule, too. <laughs> we'll, we'll, talk about the, coming up. We'll, we'll talk about the schedule as well. Um, but uh, the uh, rankings come out today. Well, actually, today. What do we have today, Colin? This we is the more important the thing to talk Bulldog about. The Martinsburg Bulldog Bash tonight from 5 to 8 p.m. For those of you that can't make it out to Coburn Field at David M. Walker Stadium at Martinsburg High School for the bash, you can tune in on TV10 as well as WRNR TV on YouTube. So basically uh, for our side, it's kind of a telethon that we're trying to do to help raise not only the football team, but uh, the cheer team the band, as well as the Velocity Dance Team, some uh, funds so that it helps them and they can use all those funds that we'll get tonight and throughout the rest of the uh, week, I believe, or the remainder of the season for travel since all those uh, different teams do travel. So trying to help them out. It'll be a lot of fun again, 5 to 8 p.m. tonight. Be doing some interviews. I've been trying to think up of... uh, some challenges that we can do to maybe try to get people to match some of that stuff. Haven't really. I've got one. Made that official. We yet, need to I figure that know. out. We need to we, figure we that out. I, I, I want this. I want still. this thing to happen. I want that to happen. Yeah, I think we're we'll, on the we'll same see. page right here. We'll I see. want Colin to go out there and kick some field goals. I think that would be. Can cool. we get Brent Terwilliger to help you out? Yes, I, I want. Or maybe we get Roman Pearson Brent to be the holder. And me. I wanted it to be Brett oh. and me. People could maybe match how long I can kick a field goal still if I still have anything in me. Probably be you gotta horrible. wear you gotta wear some athletic gear. I then. brought I brought sweatpants. I'm not kicking in jeans. I ain't that dumb. <laughs> I love it, Colin. I love it. I love I it. I love it. And then if people want to maybe match how long uh, Terwilliger can go out there and kick a field goal, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Push the sled. Sorry, I turned. Yeah. Nick's mic. Spencer off and Nick, push the sled. I'm not going to be out there. I'm going to be back here. No, you, you have to come just for that segment. All right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start with the interviews, and then we're going to take a break, come back, and then we're going to break down the SSAC playoff rankings and the games this week. And uh, it'll be just a big high school football show. We'll also talk potentially uh, some high school volleyball. Just got the schedule for that for next week, at least for Section 1. But we're going to start it out with uh, none other than head coach for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Britt Sherman. Colin and I caught up with him yesterday afternoon. 
I'm now joined on the program by the head coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Bridge Sherman. And Coach Sherman, a big win last week for your team on the road against Jefferson. What were your takeaways from the game? Well, I just thought we did really well scoring points and, and especially on special teams with uh, first uh, first two kick return touchdowns of the year. So we were we were pl- very pleased with that. You know, I, th- I think we were very balanced on offense and then also did some really good things on defense with pressuring a quarterback and getting some turnovers as well. Hey, Coach, how much has uh... – having Jameer Hunter on your team kind of helped and you know not having Hudson Clement obviously with him graduating last year and him being the big leader how much has Hunter helped you guys this year well Jameer's just a, a great kid and he's a he's a great teammate and he's got an infectious smile that you know he just kind of lights up a room and you know just just having him around has, has been great for, for all of us and him as well I believe what did you like on the defensive side of things for your team well I think we finally got some started to get our defense rolling a little bit with pressure I felt like at the beginning of the year we came in and kind of didn't miss a beat and then we had some injuries and uh, kind of had to shuffle guys up a little bit and now I think with the way the years went we now have depth and also those guys are starting to get back to where they were at the beginning of the year this week it's your guys's bye week I know you uh, gave the team Monday off but what have you been focusing on this week uh, following up to Monday well we're doing a lot of fundamentals uh, we did a lot of indie time yesterday and today we're going to do a lot of team stuff and then tomorrow we're we're going to go back to some group things and also some situational stuff that we haven't seen yet this year. You got one regular season game left and then it's playoff time. Is the team at the point where you wanted them to be at this standpoint at the beginning of the year or are there still some things that you guys need to improve on, Coach? Well, there's definitely things to improve on. I'm pleased with some of the things that we're doing, but you know, having guys that have been injured and not having that chemistry with everybody being playing together like an entire season is uh, something that's critical that we need to really get going here this week and also next week against Ireton to uh, roll into the playoffs. Alrighty, Coach. Anything else before we let you go? Just make sure everybody tunes in for the Bulldog Bash tomorrow, 5 to 8, so we can get as much fundraising in case we do have to travel. I know we have to travel at least once if we continue to win, but uh, maybe two or three times, so we uh, need to do some fundraising. Alright, thank you, Coach. Appreciate it, and see you tomorrow. Alright, guys. Thank you. I'm now joined on the program by the head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson. Coach Simpson, another tough loss for your team this past week at the hands of the Muscleman Appleman, but what'd you like from your team in the game? Oh, it was a tough one. It was a tough one for sure. Um, you know, our kids, they, they don't ever stop. They don't ever quit playing. We just didn't execute the way I thought that maybe we could. You know, Muscleman is, is a fine football team. They, they're they doing some uh, really nice things. Like I said last week, they look like Muscleman again. But uh, you know, I feel like we had opportunities to to make some make some plays, and we just didn't. Was that offensively, defensively, or a little bit of a mix for your team? Uh, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> I didn't have them prepared well enough to to go out there and execute against a, a good Muslim team. What are you doing this week to prepare them for Hampshire? Scouting and uh, prepping for scheme. I think uh, we match up a little better with Hampshire. Uh, should be a competitive contest. I know that uh, they are hungry, hungry for a, a victory, and and so are we. What have you seen uh, out of Hampshire this year when you've been able to scout them? Well, I, I see that 
they've run the ball just a little bit more. They do still like to spread and, and throw the ball a bit. Uh, they're kind of athletic at the quarterback position, so you know that creates some some issues when it comes to rush lanes and so forth. But you know, I think uh, like the old saying, you know, the styles make the fight. So I think our our competing styles will make for a good football game. What things do you guys need to execute off of offensively and defensively? to get the win? The main thing that we've got to do is we've got to identify our assignments and execute our blocks. You know, if, if we do that, when we do that, we're an effective offense. When we don't do that, and it's little things, it's little things like, uh, you know, when we have unforced errors, offsides, holdings, those types of things that, that we work very hard at to minimize, you know, for the game. And, you know, we, we're having too many of those. And, and when that happens, that, you know, a, a third and two now becomes a third and seven. And that's, that's a much different, much different situation. All righty, Coach, any final thoughts, any updates on your team before we let you go? No, sir. All right, as I'm now joined on the program by the head coach of the Spring Mills Cardinals, Coach Josh Sims. And, Coach, we already briefly talked about it, but you guys got a big win last Thursday against North Hagerstown 29-15. But just again, what do you like from your team now that you've had a little bit more time to think about it? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, uh, I had an opportunity to, uh, right after the game there to sit and watch film. Uh, so pretty much the same thing. You know, I love the effort, effort of our kids uh, Thursday. Uh, I love their execution. Um, I think we talked about it there Thursday. You know, in that fourth quarter, we had a nine-minute, I think it was 18-play drive, uh, you know, that went, went for about 80 yards. So, um, you know, just one of those things where, you know, our kids kind of got over the hump and kind of made those crucial plays late in games that we struggled to do uh, this year. So, uh, once again, you know, a lot of young kids, you know, uh, uh, playing down to the wire and, and executing. So, uh, you know, it, 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 was, uh, it was much needed for our, for our team. What have you guys been focusing on this week in practice? Uh, you know, the, once again, we're just kind of fine-tuning, you know, uh, the, the things we do and, you know, run the football, you know, uh, take the easy completions when you can get them. Uh, we're, we're, it's kind of nice right now defensively. We're, we're getting healthy, uh, you know, uh, completely for the first time in, in many weeks. Um, so it's been really good to see Sam Stotler out there running around and Gavin Jones running around and Nate Graham uh, run around. And, and those are kids that we, we've been, you know, without. Uh, and we haven't had them all on the field at the same time for uh, five or six weeks now. So, you know, that's one of those things where I think defensively we're going to peak right at the right time, you know, getting these kids back. Unfortunately, uh, in saying that, we, we lost Isaiah Eaton to a shoulder injury for the season. Um uh, but, uh, you know, we're just working on fine-tuning and, uh, you know, developing like we have all year. This week you guys take on Albert Gallatin out of Pennsylvania. What have you seen from them this year? Uh, you know, they're the same Albert Gallatin, you know, we saw last year. You know, they're, they're, they're going to try to pound the football, uh, you know, play, uh, you know, keep away. Uh, so, you know, we got to make sure to shorten their drives down. I know, I know last season, you know, they, they really uh, took it to us with that and, uh, I think we ended up ending the game with like 13 or 14 offensive plays because they, they, they held possession uh, so well. So we definitely need to get their offense off the field and, uh, you know, get get the ball into, you know, uh, obviously, you know, Max's hands and, and Alex Eaton's and, and uh, you know, the Cam Taylors and, and get these kids rolling and, 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 you know, 
put up some points. What are the final strides that you want to see your team make in the last two games of the regular season? I just want them to continue on the path they're on. You know, uh, you know, we're three and five right now. We're about three plays from being five and three. Um, and, and it's one of these things where our kids could have very easily, after a couple of those tough losses, put their heads down, you know, tuck their tails between their legs and, and said, you know, woe was me. And, and, and they did the complete opposite. You know, they took responsibility and accountability for, you know, some, some of those uh, mistakes. And, and they viewed them in the, with the right perspective. And the perspective was, was growth and developing and understanding that, you know, a lot of these kids still have two years two years left to play football. So they said, well, well hey, it sucks, but, you know, uh, uh, we, we got some time left to correct all this stuff, and we also got, you know, a whole season left. And, and, and these kids are excited. We, we, you know, we, we talked about it as a coaching staff last night. We probably had the best practice we've had all year last night. You know, uh, it got dark early. We were a little later, and the lights came on, and and, and the energy was unbelievable. And, and I'm sitting here watching it, and it's like, you know, uh, I can't believe I'm looking at a three and five football team. You know, you know, a lot of times the energy was unbelievable, and, and I'm sitting here watching. You know, you start to get some negativity and, and things like that, but it was probably the most positive, uh, best practice we've had all year. And 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 uh, we've talked about it a lot this year how, you know, we were very much looking at development and long-term goals uh, with this team. So uh, we're, you know, we're, we're obviously, we would like to see that record flip to five and three, you know, but in regards to, you know, creating culture and uh, gearing these kids up for, for the, long, the long haul of development, uh, you know, we're exactly where we want to be. What's your team need to do this week to get the win? Uh, it goes back to what we, you know, we talked about defensively. We've got to get Albert Gallatin off the field. You know, they do a very good job of turning up clock. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely their strategy. You know, they're going to sit there and, and, and uh, watch the play clock and, you know, run it down as much as they can. And, and like I said, you know, they did it very effectively to us uh, last year. So we definitely we got to get their offense off the field. You know, offensively for us, um, you know, kind of the same type scenario, uh, uh, same type of situation with, with Albert Gallatin, not that we're trying to turn clock, but we got to do our best to keep getting these these you know, four-yard chunk plays and and control the game. And, and, you know, it's one of those mentalities with us offensively. Um, it's been very beneficial to us to, to be a, a team that's looking for the first downs and not the big play. You know, uh, once again, we have a lot of kids playing both ways. Um, uh, so, you know, um, it, it, kind of, it kind of helps, you know, with that defense – you know, not them not being on the field all the time. So, you know, uh, you know, strategically for us, offensively, keep that ball in our hands and get first down after first down after first down, you know, is beneficial in multiple factors. So, um, you know, offensively, we've got to do that. Special teams, special teams probably their best game last week. Uh, recover an onside kick. Uh, Ryan Schwartz had a great punt, uh, pinned North Hagerstown deep. Um, you know, special teams got to avoid the big mistake. And, and, again, it's always nice when you can get a play from special teams like we did last week. So, uh, just got to be sound in all three phases. All righty, Coach, any final thoughts before we let you go? Proud of this team, man. You know, I think I told you uh, five weeks ago, I'm going to say it, say at the end of every one of these this year, proud of this team. All righty, thank you. Good luck Friday. All right, thank you. 
All right, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll break down the SSAC playoff rankings that came out on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, plus, look at matchups this week in high school football. That's after this two-minute break. You're tuned the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. New car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons goal of financing for all. And Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Come out and support the Martinsburg High School football team, cheerleaders, velocity dance team, and marching band. Thursday, October 27th from 5 until 8 p.m. at Coburn Field at David M. Walker Stadium for the Martinsburg Bulldog Bash. There'll be door prizes and giveaways during the event, as well as performances by the Bulldog Band, MHS cheerleaders, and the velocity dance team. Can't make it to the event? That's okay, because we'll have live coverage on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube. For more information, contact Randy Brown at 304-616-0605. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay, or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. We got the gang back together because you aren't here on Tuesday. Correct. Colin left us. And then... We had four people on Monday, right? Yep. Oh, I can't even remember the last couple of days, honestly. Is Dylan not a part of the game? Wow, yeah. The full gang's not here. Dylan's uh, not here. The OG he's like a He's like a guy. He's like the... He is the guy. <laughs> he's the guy. The guy. The guy. All right. Uh, let's break down these SSAC playoff rankings for week nine that came out Tuesday afternoon. Uh, number one. Huntington, number two. Hurricane, number three. Or no, tied for number tied for second is Park South uh, with Hurricane. Martinsburg at four. Musselman at five. GW at six. Spring Valley tied with Wheeling Park at seven. Bridgeport at nine. Ten, Par, uh, Princeton Senior. Uh, Eleven, University. Twelve, Cabell Midland. Thirteen, Jefferson. Fourteen, Morgantown. Fifteen, Woodrow Wilson. Sixteen, Oak Hill. And... Uh, the first team out at 17 by .06 is Hedgesville, who will have their game tomorrow night against Jefferson, the number 13 team 
in the state, and it'd be a huge win for them. It'd get them back in the picture. Yeah, it'd be a huge win because it put them at five and four. You expect them to win against Hampshire the following week at six and four. You're in five and five is where Maybe. you kind of teeter totter, and you never know if you're in or not. And if you are, you're playing a one seed or a two seed at five and five. And yeah, but you could still do it at six and four, depending on the you year. You still could, but it's less likely. Yeah, I think um, it's obviously a big game for for uh, Hedgesville this week and Jefferson. But if Jefferson were to lose, uh, that puts them back at five and four. And again, it's a very winnable game. I think the week after that against Washington. So. For the best sake of the EPAC, uh, you know, a Hedgesville win probably puts four teams in the playoffs, while a Hedgesville loss probably eliminates the Eagles or at least makes it very difficult. With that outside shot, though, for Spring Mills still being alive, too, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, but it should be a good game, I think, on Friday night. Again, I'm leaning toward Jefferson, who has the edge, but. A healthy Hedgesville team has a little bit more experience in some key positions there that could help them out uh, against Hedgesville for this big matchup. You know, having Uess there at quarterback, if he's fully healthy, that changes the Hedgesville offense in and terms it of what they're going to do. Seems he is fully healthy. Well, then they'll be in a good situation, right? I think. From the interview? Yeah. From the interview and from what we got this C1. We were at practice, or I was at practice. You weren't there. I've got a big matchup this week that really entails to Hedgesville. Number 15, Woodrow Wilson, sitting at 5-3, and three, is at number 16, Oak Hill. That, that will be their 10th and final game this year. Okay. So I think that, if Hedgesville wins, not only helps them this week, but also next week, because they won't have to worry about Oak Hill trying to get back in the mix. That's true. With a win. And then on the other side of things, at the top of the rankings, the three teams that are all one, two, three in front of Martinsburg, you still have Huntington as well as Hurricane that have to play each other. Yeah, but so uh, the loser of that one and Park South has Wheeling Park this week. So if Wheeling Park exactly. the seventeen, and then wins. they have Preston as well, who's another ranked team to end the season. Preston or Princeton? Princeton. Princeton, not Preston. Say, Correct. If they played Princeton. They would beat them by 50 yeah, because Preston is Preston. the 28th Princeton. ranked team in AAA. Princeton. Um, Thank you. But what I wanted to say this week, it's probably not, not there's you're not going to see much movement this week in the top three, except for maybe if Park South loses to Wheeling Park. Yes. Because Huntington hosts St. Albans, 0-8. Oh yeah, St. Albans. Yeah, that's going to be a beat down. So Huntington's going to come out of this week 8-1. and one. Mm-hmm. And number two, South, uh, number two, Hurricane hosts 1-7 and seven South Charleston. So probably going to come out eight and one as well, and probably remain the top two teams. Yeah, but I don't know because at the end of the year, I I feel like I feel like Hurricane might be the second team below, like might be tied, but or might actually drop to three if if, Park South wins. Yeah, because you think bonus points. Okay. To me, that's that's what I think there. And then, you know, we got a huge matchup that, unfortunately, we're not covering. Hurricane might move ahead of Huntington because they would get one more point for beating a one-win team. Yeah, that's but too. Yeah, I don't Maybe. know. Huntington could fall to two the next week. Who knows? We'll have to figure it out. But big game that we're, unfortunately, not covering in the Eastern Panhandle is number five, Musselman hosting number nine, Bridgeport. A big game for uh, are you going to solidify yourselves in the top 
top five, top ten. Yeah, I think Musselman's in a similar situation to Martinsburg. Obviously, they would need a Martinsburg loss to have any shot at a top two seed, but still a chance at a top four seed if you're the Musselman Appleman. So uh, a win over Bridgeport would be a very good win, I think, not only for your points and your bonus points, but uh, a big win for you just as a program, knowing that you can knock off one of the top teams or one of the top programs in the state of West Virginia. That builds your confidence heading into the playoffs, especially with that loss to Wheeling Park already on your resume. You know, they, they obviously have some good wins. Morgantown was a good win. Uh, you know, their EPAC wins are against quality teams. But a win over Bridgeport gives you that extra boost, I think, if you're Musselman, to believe in yourself as a team that can make a deep playoff run in the States. If you were to lose, especially by, you know, multiple scores, then maybe you would be a little bit concerned about Musselman's actual playoff success this year. But a win, yeah. I think, would solidify them as a top-five team in the state. I do, too. Yeah, I, would. I, I completely agree with what Nick said. And you want, as I've mentioned before on the show, a top-four spot at the best so that you're guaranteed two home playoff games if you continue to win. And then yeah. before the sem- – other than Wheeling Island being a neutral game for the state championship, your only road game would be the semifinals well, really unless there. a one or a two yeah. seed would lose. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at some other matchups this week, uh, number six, George Washington, probably going to get it done against Capital. They're two and six. So that kind of solidifies another top ten team, really. Because, I mean, I don't think they'll fall back with a win. There's no way they fall backwards. No, probably no. not. And then kind of a game that – could be a big upset is Parkersburg at four and four out of the playoff race. We're not out of the race, but out of the playoffs as we speak, currently sitting at number 18. They host number seven Spring Valley at six and two. And if they could pull off an upset, I don't think that happens. If they could, it'd be big, but I don't think they could do. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say is if they did it would be huge and it would move a lot of there'd be more moving parks parts but then um, again i mean i didn't think george washington had any chance to beat spring valley and then they did so that's yeah. true. while parkersburg is probably worse than gw I, I i understand what you're saying i mean traditionally they're a pretty solid football team they are four and four are they at home for that game there, Park, a, parkersburg is home I believe. all right then there's a little bit of a chance there but i, w- I would Still, obviously, lean towards Spring Valley to win, but you never know. Yeah, never know. Um, number ten, Princeton at five and two hosts unranked uh, Greenbrier East, currently sitting at three and five. That looks like a clear win for Princeton, but again, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, Greenbrier East is typically that's a pretty good matchup between those two schools. So while Princeton's coming off of the big win over Bridgeport, I think it could interesting like shootout type of game when those two teams get together i think it was last year a pretty competitive game i got really nothing on that all right matchup. then the battle for morgantown what that call it, what do they call the, the mohawk bowl the mohawk bowl uh number 14 morgantown at five and three hosting number 11 university at six and two that could shake up that 10 to uh 10 to 16 range yeah, that one's always a fun one because of the rivalry. I wish they'd uh, go back and play to WVU Stadium just to make it neutral and allow for more fans to get in there because a lot of people like 
packing either university or morgantown depending on where it's at it's been a lot of fun i've actually been to that matchup before so we'll have to wait and see how that one is played out tomorrow because as you already said both teams are ranked yeah and that could put somebody back into a top 10 or maybe on the losing end whoever it is that loses might be on the outside looking in or right at that 16th seed yeah it'll yeah, be I interesting to, to see that i think it's also a good chance for uh us to get a better idea of how good university is so then you know spring mills could be matching up against or is matching up against them in a few weeks and next week could be on the playoff uh you know the playoff match up there for, for them to get in so you know, depending on how they look against Morgantown, will give us a good indicator because we've seen Morgantown against uh, Musselman and uh, Hedgesville this year. Sorry, uh, Donna was texting me about something, so oh, I didn't Donna know if you had this. anything. Uh, and then we already talked about number fifteen Wilder Wilson against number sixteen Oak Hill. Uh, so now we'll talk uh, Hampshire Washington. Washington hosting Hampshire. Uh, Washington trying to get its second win of the year. Yeah, and. Not trying to bash Washington because I still like the program and I think Coach Simpson does a great job there. But just looking at it realistically from the outside looking in, I think this is the last chance they have of a win this year. I just feel like next week against Jefferson, they're going to be outmatched. Jefferson has some great athletes. And again, if Jefferson loses this week to Hedgesville, they have to fight for their playoff lives next week against Washington, so they'll be really focused in instead of... I'm not going to say that they'd overlook, because if they win against Hedgesville, they'd most likely already be in. But it's still a rivalry game, you never know. But this week, against Hampshire, get things right, get some momentum so that maybe you can surprise Jefferson somehow, some way. But it's going to be tough the past three weeks now have really been a struggle for Washington in which they have been shut out the past three games yeah so. uh, we just got some breaking NFL trade news not too big we'll talk about it at the other side of this break that'll do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by Orsini's home store not just supply and store any longer cabinets and designer bedding outdoor living and it's family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way you can go to Orsini's.com for more on the other side of this break we'll talk some NFL topics with including this trade that just went down uh, not too big of a trade but it's interesting that a team like that like this team is trading away somebody that they probably need we'll talk about that on the other side of this two minute break you're tuning the sports mix on talk radio wrnr and tv 10 back in two minutes Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm in new bangs, and you can't stop staring at me. That's it. Just tilt the rearview mirror over here. And while you're checking me out more times than a library book, your car is wandering into that lane over there. 
more bangs. <laughs> Neat. And if you've got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. Call Martinsburg Allstate agent Gary Kelly today at 304-263-4596. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. Now accepting new patients at all locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, Winchester, and at our newest office in Ranson. Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be this football season. Join us Fridays for Martinsburg Bulldog games, Saturdays for Shepherd Rams and WVU games, and every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday nights for the NFL primetime games. We still have steak night every Wednesday, shrimp nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. So come on in and enjoy the Palace Lounge. We're located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this segment of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. Uh, tease some trade NFL, trade news. Now we look at it, it's not that big of a trade. As the Chiefs trade conditional third round and sixth round pick to the Giants for wide receiver Kadarius Tony, former first round pick. But they did um, redo Travis Kelsey's contract midseason to free up some money. They did. I think it is potentially a big trade because you got to remember, Tony's only in his second year. So, I mean, the talent is there. He was a first-round pick. He showed some flashes last year. Uh, I'm surprised that the G-men are giving up on him. I know he's had some injury issues, but... He's injured now, apparently. Yeah, he is. Why would you trade for somebody that's... Because of the potential that's there. And I mean, really, you're not giving up too much uh, if it works out for you. So it's very true. So, do you want to know where those two compensatory picks were from? According to Tom Pelissero of NFL Media, the Chiefs got two or one of them. Landon Collins. What? I thought it was from the Giants. My bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. One of the, the there's a conditional third and then a sixth. Um, one of them they turned in. So the Chiefs got two third round comp- compensatory picks for losing Ryan Poles. To Stop the Bears, the screen. To the Bears GM job. You're making your camera straight. Yes, I realize that. Ryan Poles to the Bears GM job. They turned one of them, plus a sixth-rounder in a former first-round pick, Kadarius Toney, who's been sidelined with a hamstring injury but is getting close to return. So I figured it had to be connected to the commanders somehow. That's what uh, Or Marshall. Or Marshall. <laughs> no! <laughs> they got it for signing or drafting uh, Nazi Johnson in the seventh round. They yeah, there a you compensatory go. pick. I was waiting for it to be like the RG3 trade. Yeah. A decade ago. <laughs> That'd be like crazy. How? That would be crazy. <laughs> it would be, but. <laughs> Why do you think I'm connecting everything? I was just reading. You usually you know, do. 
I was just letting you know where these came from. Thank you. His salary and cap hit. So his con- Nick Nick just mentioned that he's you know second year guy. His contract is through twenty twenty four with a team option for twenty twenty five. His salary this year seven hundred eighty four thousand dollars for the cap hit, and then twenty twenty three one point nine oh seven million, and then in twenty twenty four two point five three million. Um, obviously, he's been hurt, but if healthy and right, that could be a big move for the Chiefs. Yeah, After so losing Tyree Hill. Competitive AFC, but a little surprising because, as you mentioned, off the air, if he's coming healthy soon, the Giants are in a playoff push right now. They're really competitive NFC East, so it's a little bit surprising that they're taking away a potential talented weapon for D- Danny Dimes. Yeah, it is definitely interesting, but... Do you want me to ask my trivia question, Colin? Sure, if that's so what we're time transitioning to. All right. The Ravens, our head coach John Harbaugh, is undefeated against two teams in the in his tenure as an NFL head coach. Can you name those two teams? The Buccaneers. Buccaneers well, are, yes, one, of are them, one of them, is my guess, since that's who they play tonight. The Commanders. No. They lost the Commanders when RG3 was there. He got oh, hurt. yeah, yeah, that game that yep. he got hurt. I forgot Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins came, came in and won the ball game. Yeah. Who would be the other? It's not a divisional team. Correct. Is it still within the NFC East? No. Is no. it within the AFC? No. So it's, it's an, an NFC, NFC team. team. Okay. That's okay. not in the NFC East. Is it the, 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 the 49ers? Nope, they lost to the 49ers. Is on the it road. the Rams? No, he's just going through every team in the NFC. I know. Seahawks. They lost to the Seahawks back in uh, when the Seahawks were terrible before they even had Russ. Is it the Panthers? No. Saints. I thought it was the Jets, but I was wrong. Saints. No. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, just tell yeah, us. Yeah, just tell us. They beat them last Boy, year on a game-winning field goal. The Lions? 66 yards, the Detroit Lions. Okay. You said game-winning field goal, and I said yeah. Lions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, some more interesting news. We thought... We're not going to break down tonight's match? We're just going to go with the trivia question? All right. Yeah, tonight's matchup, we don't, unfortunately, we won't have it because there is a Ravens affiliate up in Hagerstown that reaches this far. Uh, there's no Thursday night football from Westwood One on the radio tonight. So uh, but, Capital Soccer Yes, we'll have Caps Hockey, 8-15 pregame, 8-30 puck drop between the Capitals and the Dallas Stars. But before that, we'll have the Neil Brown, Pre- the Neil Brown Coaches Show from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, but 8-15 p.m. prime video tonight, the Ravens at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers at home favored by two. The over-under said 46. Yeah, the Bucs have uh, definitely been struggling, you know, coming off of a loss to the Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers, two of the worst teams in the league. So... With that being said, you you think the Ravens take care of business and get a win tonight, and but at the end of the day, they still do have Tom Brady, so that is your concern. And you're going to Tampa Bay, um, and it's a Thursday night game, so all those things are kind of in my head. But I think the Ravens could get the win tonight, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were to lose to Tampa, who is a team that has a ton of talent just haven't really put it all together they have a lot of injuries though tonight they're without four starters uh the ravens are going to be out without calais campbell 
hopefully they have Rashad Bateman and uh, Gus Edwards as well and Mark Andrews who have all been kind of limited in practice this week. But um, I'm going to go with the Ravens because I think I pick them every single week because why not? They're my favorite team and they very well could be 7-0 and uh, with how close the games have been. But I would expect another close game because – it seems like this team plays close games every week, and uh, I think the Bucks could definitely get back on track a little bit, but I don't know. Just It, it looks like they're just out of sync offensively, which is weird to see with a Tom Brady-led team. Yeah, I mean, you got Gage out tonight. Julio Jones is a game-time decision, and even if he does play, is he going to be 100% and will Tom Brady actually give him I mean, the ball? Julio Jones at this point exactly. in his career is the equivalent to Rashad Bateman. No, he's probably worse than him at this point. So who do the Bucs have? They have? I mean, they still got Evans. I know he's dealing with an injury, though, so he might not play tonight as well. He's got a case of the Butterfingers. He's got Chris Godwin. Well, maybe that was something with the refs. They might have had a bet. Know. Might Did have you know to sign the check after the game. We've got another London game this weekend. We do. Did you know that it's only on ESPN Plus? That I did not know. Why? I don't know. Who's just, playing? It's the, the Bron- Jags. Nobody's going to watch the them. It's, oh, it's the Jags getting their fest. annual home You'd game. sleep in for that one. It's the Jags getting their annual home game in London. Is Russ going to play? Is he going to cook? Yeah, remember? He's, did you see he what he did on the, the plane? He's on the plane for four hours. <laughs> that man is weird. Yes. He's a funny guy, though. I like him because he's so weird. <laughs> How did he, he not weird. get yelled at? Four hours of high knees when people were trying to sleep? He did I don't it for know. four straight hours? That's what he said. How's that even possible? I don't think that's true. I don't true. know either. But that's what he said. Unless he's just trying true. to create I think all he does is try himself. to create clout. He's not good anymore. He's Broncos washed. Country. He's washed. Right. <laughs> he's washed. I will say that on the airwaves right now and every day. Should I pick him Russ up? Is he's washed. He's a free agent in my fantasy league. Or should I start Brady tonight? Start Brady. Okay. I was debating on starting Brady, but I'm benching him for Cousins. Hey, I did. That's a fair Colin choice. told me I could pick up somebody in fantasy, right? So... And then I saw that he's backup. I saw because he's coming in for an injured player. I saw said injured player was coming back. But the Saints to start Andy Dalton, that quarterback over healthy Jameis Winston. So now I'm in luck. Jameis. I'm in luck. So Andy Dalton gets to start this weekend for another start for the Saints after being nominated as a FedEx Air Player of the Week this last week. Okay. Uh, But let's go and move on to the Commanders. We all thought could have been the week where we started to see number 99 back on the practice field. Yeah, they said the 21-day uh, window was supposed to open up earlier this week. and It hasn't. It hasn't, which I, I don't understand why. They claim it's not a setback, but if you say it's going to happen and it doesn't happen, there's a setback there of some sort. So I, I get well, frustrated no. that there's no explanation jp finley of nbc sports washington reports that the team is not expected to designate young for return from the physically unable to perform list this week per the report young has not had a setback in his recovery from last year's torn acl but the plan is for him to have another doctor's visit before he possibly gets on the practice field next week once young is practicing the team will have a three window to activate him if he does not, he will revert to the IR and not be able to play the rest of the year. Uh, I was hearing Halloween as a target time, and that's obviously false. Yeah, which is frustrating. Very frustrating. I heard Colin's dad in fantasy this week. He's starting Russell Wilson, so that's why. Oh, dad, change that now. 
I'm going to text him. That's, does <laughs> he not have anybody better? He's got the dynamic weapon of Taysom Hill at tight end. Which is is, can be a cheat code for you if he does a lot of good things. <laughs> All right, we're way off track in this segment. When you brought up fantasy. I got to beat Colin's dad. I'm on a two-game win streak. When do I play you guys? I don't know. I don't know, know if that even happens. This yeah. league, this whole time, All right. I don't even play the people I know. All right. You can talk about your fantasy off the air. We've got to take our final break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford. Revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap up today's edition of the Sports Mix. We'll uh, talk what's on tonight. We'll rehash what we're doing tonight. And uh, talk some caps and, I guess, some wizards and uh, a weird phenomenon that Colin has a record for, has records of teams for. I guess it's a weird phenomenon. I don't know how else you say it. Well, we'll, we'll th- that's a tease for it. We'll talk about it after this two-minute break. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. And we've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepherd Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. The playoff push for Hedgesville takes center stage Friday night as the Eagles host the Jefferson Cougars. If you're going to take the snap now, they're going to pass on a to Matthew. Matthew breaks some tackles. He's to the 40, to the 30, to the 20. No one's going to catch a free grass in front of him. Touchdown, Hedgesville! We'll have all the coverage for you in this huge EPAC battle with pregame coverage beginning at 5.30 and kickoff set for just after 7 p.m. On your home for EPAC Sports, Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. At B. Nelson Spa Winchester, we go out of our way to make sure our valued clients have the best experience possible. From the minute you enter our doors to the moment you leave our incomparable nail salon. Join us for our grand opening on Friday, October 28th from 3 to 6 p.m. with a live DJ, food, prizes, and giveaways. Walk-ins are welcomed at our 105 Market Street location in Winchester, Virginia, or schedule an appointment by calling B. Nails and Spa at 540-546-3456. VNailsSpaWinchester.com. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. 
Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio, WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. So we begin to wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix. Just about five minutes left in today's edition. Um, we'll start it out with what we're doing tonight, Colin. Again, reiterate to everybody, the Bulldog Bash down at Coburn Field at David M. Walker Stadium. Uh, not only for the Bulldog football program, but... Yep, it's the football team, marching band, velocity dance team, and cheer team. So come out and support them. Donate money. It's free admission when you get there. It's going to be a lot of fun. You get to see the velocity dance team, the band, and the cheer squad all perform. And then for the first hour, the Bulldogs for the football team will still be out there practicing. So you can come watch them, hang out with us, and have a lot of fun. And again, if you can't make it, it will be on TV 10 and WRNR TV on YouTube from 5 to 8 p.m. Hopefully we see Colin knock through a couple field goals. It would be cool, but we'll have to see. I haven't kicked We'll have to since. test you off kicking off, too. No, that that was never good. <laughs> Kickoffs were never my style, so we'd always squib kick it. Well, Martinsburg kind of does some of that squib kick kind of stuff, but it's more onside kick. Exactly. Uh, I don't even know if Colin can make a field goal. I don't know. It'd be entertainment, though. I don't know if I can anymore now because, like, I know I don't think to Werliger. I, I don't want to get off on this tangent. We can talk about it after. We gotta. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, the Washington Capitals Wizards. Tonight? The Wizards. DC Sports. The Wizards this, this are is actually regional. doing well. This is interesting stuff. Collins field goal kicking. We don't care. No, I nobody cares. I'll talk to you after the show about it then. Hey, ask anything you want. The Wizards. Hey. The Wizards the are three and one on the year. Cool. They started off like what ten and zero last year, and then they didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, I guess you're right. Uh, the but ever Capitals, since Carson Wentz broke his finger, blah, 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 blah. The Capitals are four and three. They're Don't taking on four two me. and one Dallas tonight. We'll have that game for you. It's an eight fifteen pregame on the Capitals radio network with puck drop set for eight thirty. Colin, now talk about this weird phenomenon. Yeah, since Carson Wentz broke his finger, DC Sports has done well. The Commanders are one and zero. The Capitals are four and one. The Wizards, I think, are now three and one. Yeah. And the Nationals are undefeated. It's true. Very true. All since Wentz broke his finger. I don't think Wentz has that much power, though. No, he does. There's no other explanation. I guess. Hey, the Commanders are two and zero oh in games attended by none other than Clinton Portis. Heard an interview with him yesterday on front of the See, show, Grant Paulson's go. show yesterday. Get Clinton Portis to Indianapolis in the place of Dan Snyder. <laughs> I mean, will we see Dan Snyder? That's, a, that's an interesting no. storyline. What if he does show up? What if he says, screw it, I'm showing up? Well, he won't be in an owner's box. Will Unless he? he pays for the ticket. Which, do you see him paying for that ticket? You can't pay for a ticket to a private box, Colin. What are the, who are they it's putting the, in the owner's box private. then? I don't know. We'll figure it out. He won't be there. He's on a yacht. Is he on his yacht? Probably. Have we checked the tracker lately? No. We should check the tracker and see where it is. Okay. Do that after the show, too. Why don't we do it right now? Dan Snyder's yacht tracker. I'd rather hear about Collins kicking. (laughs) I would, too, actually, now. (laughs) Dan Snyder's yacht, my kicking. So why I guess he looks up the yacht. What I was going to say is, I don't know if Terwilliger uses a kicking tee for field goals or not. I don't think he does. Because if I'm correct, at least it was whenever I kicked, you could use a two-inch tee 
which helps out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, we've got college. You can use a one hey. inch, and then NFL you can't. Hey, hey, hey! We've got breaking news. Dan Snyder's jet flew to California and back earlier this week. You know why? Ron Rivera had to deal with a family matter. Uh, this morning, his jet is in Pensacola, Florida. You know who has a doctor's office in Pensacola, Florida? Andrews. You know who's in? Who's probably there right now? Steven Strasburg. <laughs> Chase Young. Yeah. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, come out to the Bulldog Bash tonight. If not, you can tune in from five to eight on TV Ten WRNR TV on YouTube. For Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer. Saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah.